Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Henny, I'm still free. Take a Uh, chance on me. Not good. Doesn't that sound like the little boy in fourth grade who creates that little piece of paper that says, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. Check a box. I know, and you check maybe. Class is in. Hear ye, the Rock School Radio Show is on the air. My name is Joe Burns, the town crier, and you are Lady... Tammy Burns. Can we stop doing these names? It's hard on the hard on the throat. Mm-hmm. Do you know who you're voting for, Lady Tammy? Yes, I do. Do you really? And I, I'm not saying. I don't think you should either. I'll be honest with you. Uh, this show, at least in Louisiana, on the flagship station, KSLU, will air the Thursday and the Sunday before the election. Mm-hmm. And that will be... We, we vote on the 8th. So this will run two days before the election. I'll be honest with you. I, to this second, don't know who I'm going to vote for. And to this second, I think I still may write somebody in. Oh, come on now. No, I got to tell you, I am I could care less about both candidates. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hey, trivia question. How many years can the president of the United States serve? Did total? you see how fast he ran away from that other That's question? Right. That's right. Ran like a little girl. Uh, ten years. Ten years. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Also, what are the three qualifications to become president? Hmm? Uh, what must you meet? Natural born citizen. That's number one. Do you know the age? Uh, uh-huh. 31? Do do? 35. 35. And you also must live in the United States at least 14 consecutive years. I can see you're all over your iPad. That's what's dinging in the background. So here's what we're going to do. Not too long ago, I gave my uh, fanfare speech, which is a university-wide speech. I do it every fall semester. And this fall semester, it was all about campaign theme songs. And it was fantastic. It it always is. So what I decided to do was take the more rock and roll side of the theme songs. This year, Donald Trump got into so much trouble because so many rock stars were saying, you didn't have our permission to run this. You didn't contact us Mm -hmm. here's the thing legally he doesn't have to contact them no he doesn't yes he does so what i'm gonna do during this show is i'm going to play for you some really really bad campaign theme song decisions some bad choices i'm gonna talk about the legal side of it why i say you don't really have to contact I these people. I think you're wrong on Oh, that. no, I'm completely right about that. And we'll talk about some other things. We'll also talk about Hail to the Chief if we get around to it, if we have time in the hour. So I did a thing during the speech that was the top 10 worst campaign song choices. Uh-huh. Here's number 10. George Bush decided to use Tom Petty's song, I Won't Back Down. 
Right? Right. Okay. It's a great psalm, except the fact that Tom Petty protested and said, yes, no, I, I don't want you to do that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Tom Petty really had no legal... Uh, and I'll tell you why later in okay. the show. No legal legs to stand on. The thing is, you don't really want bad PR. So George Bush said, okay, fine, he I won't down. play it. Right, that's the problem. <laughs> he took the song, I won't back down. And, and he then backed down. He backed down. Can't vote for you because you backed down, dude. Bad decision. Except George Bush, it's happened four times in our nation's history that the popular vote, the mm-hmm. person who won the popular vote, Right. Did not become president because the person who won the popular vote did not win the Electoral College, and George Bush was one of them. We should have President Gore. That's right. But we do not. That's true. Tom Petty won't back down here on Rock School. Okay, talking campaign theme songs as we get close to electing yet another president. By the way, what number president will it be? Oh, 55? No! 50. Down, lower, lower. I'm going to play More Bob Barker, lower. 53? Lower, lower, lower. 47? Lower. Oh, 45. Yes, 45. Okay, I knew there was a five in there. That's right. Barack Obama is the 44th president. He's also a president who was born out of the contiguous United States. Think about the celebration right. we're going to have when we have our 50th president. It's yeah, I can awesome. imagine. What do you think? Who's really going to win this thing? Uh, I'm not going to tell my opinion. I'm just going to say that it doesn't matter because... Either one will take a centralist view and we'll be fine. Probably. That's You're right. not going to... No one has the ability to kill you in eight years. You're going what, to be fine. Right. What is it? Well, I think it was Lincoln that st- stated no one can mess it up in four years. He put it a little more presidential than that, mm-hmm. but that's pretty much what he said. Well, we've lived through times when we thought it was going to be messed up and it wasn't. Right. I heard people screaming, George Bush is the worst president in the world. Holy hyperbole, Batman. Same thing about Bill Clinton. Sure. Bill Clinton's the worst president. Holy hyperbole, Batman. We're still standing. We're still here, folks. We still get up every day and go to work. Let me give you some more really bad campaign song choices before we get into the legalities of why these people who, you know, they didn't use my song, they didn't get my permission. Well, they don't need it. John McCain, when he was running for president, used the song by ABBA. Take a chance on me. Now, a lot of people think he chose the Beach Boys' Barbara Ann. Remember there was a video of him or that audio of him going bomb, 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 bomb Iran. Right, yes, yeah, yes, no, that, yes. he didn't use that. But what he used was ABBA's Take a Chance on Me. Okay, so what? A if lot of people like ABBA. you change your mind. Right. I'm the first in line, which means right off the bat... Take a chance on me. It means right off the bat, you don't want I'm him. I'm number two. Right. If you change your mind... I'm the first in line. Henny, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Not good. Doesn't that sound like the little boy in fourth grade who creates that little piece of paper that says, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. Check a box. I know, and you check maybe? Yeah, that's too bad. I'll give you another one. Mike Huckabee in 2008 decided to use Boston's More Than a Feeling, which was written by Tom Schultz, obviously. 
Well, here's the thing. Tom Schultz, instead of going online in the in and, and being nasty about it, uh-huh. in the same way that a lot of people are being nasty to Donald Trump, you know, the dropkick Murphys wrote this horrible curse-ridden thing. Oh, I'm sure. I dislike you. You don't get to use our music, right? right? Well, Boston's Tom Schultz didn't do that. What happened was Mike Huckabee is actually a fairly decent bass guitar yeah. player. So he learned more than a feelings bass part. Right. And Tom Schultz wrote him a nice long letter that stated, well, congratulations on learning the bass guitar and congratulations on learning the bass part to more than a feeling. It actually is a fairly tricky bass part. However. But, but however, I'd appreciate it if you didn't use my song anymore. Okay. I kind of think that's a good song to use, More Than a Feeling. I don't, good. I don't know what it says about a campaign, though. Uh, I don't either. I don't know either. Makes me feel good inside, though. Okay, one more, and this is the one we'll play. Remember when Bob Dole was running for president? Mm-hmm. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. And he, always, he always referred to himself in the third person. Yeah, I'm Bob, Bob Dole. Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole says this. Bob Dole used Sam and Dave's song, I'm a Soul Man which was written by Isaac Hayes. Uh-huh. And it was Isaac Hayes that got all upset and said, no, 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 don't use that. Don't use that. It makes me upset. Okay, fine. Here's the thing. Bob Dole asked all of his followers to sing it, not I'm a soul man. I'm a Dole man. Right. That's how he asked them to sing it. Uh-huh. Dole to me means banana. Yes, it does. From so Guatemala. Doesn't it sound to you like he's singing, I'm a banana. I'm a banana man. Da, 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 da. I'm, I'm a, a banana. banana what a lousy Da-da-da-da. campaign song. Great, great actual tune. But what a silly way of redoing it. Oh, my goodness. Here you go, Bob Dole. You know where he made most of his money? Viagra commercials. Did he really? Not kidding. He was the original spokesperson for Viagra. Not as, kidding. As Look in it number up. one, huh? Look it up. Here you go on Rock School. continue talking really, really bad campaign song choices. Okay. Rudy Giuliani, who is now the voice, I guess, on every single morning show for Donald Trump, mm-hmm. he is the guy who comes out and, no, Donald didn't mean that. He actually meant this, when in reality, yeah, he meant exactly what you, right, exactly what you think he meant. Well, Rudy Giuliani ran for president in 2008, attempting to capitalize on the 9-11 yes, thing. Yes, he did. Yep. And also the fact that he was, for a short while, America's mayor. Uh-huh. I mean, he was really a beloved figure here in the United States. During his nomination, and obviously he didn't make it, he decided to use The Clash's song, Rudy Can't Fail. Uh-huh. Doesn't that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. The problem is, if you know anything about the song by The Clash, Rudy Can't Fail, it's not spelled R-U-D-Y, which is how Rudy Giuliani spells it. 
Rudy is R-U-D-I-E, and it doesn't mean a man's name, Rudy. Okay. It's talking about the rude boys of London. Oh. Those who are rude and rude on purpose, thus Rudy... I gotcha. ...can't fail. For goodness sakes, can no one Wikipedia these songs to figure out what the words mean? I I don't know who they've hired to do this. Obviously, no one, right? Not me. Because the first thing I'd have said is, number one, don't use the clash. They're way too political. So if they don't agree with you... Yeah, you're in trouble, dude. Right. You're in a PR nightmare uh-huh. right off the bat. And number two, a, I guess number two, did you contact the clash? See, so much of this can be swept away if you just contact the artist. Hi, I'm from the Rudy Giuliani campaign. We're thinking about using your song, Rudy Can't Fail. What would be your response if we did that? No, we hate him. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, That's all bye-bye. we needed. Good, thank you very much. Goodbye. Have a good day. Right. Let's go find other songs. Yeah. There's, what, 25 million on iTunes? We can find another one, thank you. I know for a fact you can get around this with some very simple PR. Does no one think this stuff through? This, these mistakes have, being, have been made for decades. Let's stop making them. What say? Huh? <laughs> Joe's talking. God bless Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Van Halen cannot do anything without somebody fighting somebody. Uh-oh. Okay. Is it a is it a brother fight or Ed oh, no, and Dave it's, fight? It's the brothers against Sammy. Oh. In 2008, John McCain used the song Right Now by Van Halen. Perfect. Okay, fine. Right I, now. That's great. We got to do it right now. We Absolutely. have to do It's a fantastic pick. Mm-hmm. However, The Van Halen brothers wrote a letter that said, hey, look, we didn't give you permission. Again, not being jerks, just legally. And they didn't write it. They, you know, some PR person, some lawyer, right. Hey, look, we didn't give you permission to do this, so please stop. Now, here's the problem. Sammy Hagar, who apparently leans a little more right than the brothers. Uh Uh-huh sent another letter that said, you know, I get goosebumps when you use this song. Oh. So now you've got the person who wrote the lyrics saying, I love it, use the song. And you've got the person who wrote the music saying, don't use this song or I shall lose my mind. Literally nothing can do, can be easy with Van Halen. So so what happened? I don't remember. He stopped using it because he didn't want to be around the Van Halen explosion that happens all the time. But yeah, right now, here you go, on Rock School. Okay. Yes. I don't buy all this legal crap that you keep throwing out. Oh, that that the that candidates you haven't thrown out yet. That the, the candidates don't need permission. Yeah, I don't buy okay, that. Okay, here we are. We're in the first break. Here it comes. For the sake of argument, Donald Trump used the song by Queen "We Are the Champions," and then Queen, their two remaining members of Queen, yes, got out of hand. I mean, they just started. You do not have our permission to use this. Brian May and Taylor went. You, know, you don't have our. Roger Taylor did not you know, give permission. Right. So they, what's him from? What stops him from using them every nothing. time? Okay. Nothing. nothing. 
Nothing. Here's the reason. Here are the legalities of it. For the sake of argument, let's pick a band that Donald Trump has not used because he's upset so many bands during his during his you know time going for president. For the sake of argument, he wants to use the Black Keys. Okay. Okay. What he needs to do is contact the appropriate pro, the performance rights organization. The Black Keys are represented by someone. It's either ASCAP, BMI, or CSAC. CSAC is the European version of ASCAP or BMI. Right. One of these represents the song. The artist is never involved unless the artist him or herself owns the song. Okay. Thus, they're their own pro. Very, very few artists... uh, are their own pro. Now, what happens is the pro suggests a price and almost never does the pro suggest a price. It's suggested by an intermediary like harryfox.com. Depending on what the candidate wants to do with it, a mechanical or a synchronization license is granted. Pay it, done, you can use the song. You always could. Okay. So, as long as the Donald Trump campaign pays it, they're done. Okay, question. Now, it gets a little more specific. Okay, Go wait, ahead. wait, 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 wait. Ask your question. Okay, let's say the artist doesn't own, own the song. They don't. And then Donald Trump pays the money. Yes. So he's using the song. Yes. And now the artist hears it, and they're very upset. I'm not there yet. There is a couple legal ways, a legal methods for the artist to come back against the... All right. How do I put it? Against the candidate. Okay. However, it, it takes a whole lot more than just throwing up some tweets in the same way that if you remember, Sarah Palin used Barracuda uh-huh. because she was called Sarah Barracuda when she played high school basketball. Yeah, and I think Hart just basically stood up and said, oh, we don't want you using that song, right? Right, and you know what? They backed down, as well they should. And like I said in the last break, why in the world don't you just contact the artist beforehand? Hi, this is the Sarah Palin campaign. Do you mind if we use your song? No, I think you stink. Thank you very much. That's all we need. And then leave. It's so much bad PR. So when we get back, we're going to take our break. When we get back, I'll tell you the next step to it. Okay. And then we'll we'll move forward. So who's listening to us? Give us a set of call letters, Tammy. Okay, that's KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay, back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, we talked about Van Halen already in the show. Yeah. This happened to Van Halen when Crystal Pepsi wished to use the song right now yes. to sell the drink. I do remember this. Van Halen said, no, for the love of goodness, do not use the song. Right. 
Well, here's the problem. They were, rep Van Halen was represented by one of these pros. And Pepsi said, no, we don't care. We've paid the money. We're going to use yeah, the song. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't like it, what we'll do is we'll get a whole bunch of studio musicians and we'll re-record the song. Right. And Van Halen said, no, 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 no. Don't do that, for goodness sake. Use the song, but please give all of the money to, and it escapes me right now, what charity they gave the money to, but there was nothing they could do legally to stop them. Well, so you know, the money was how, given. how dare they say to give the money to a charity? Why? Why would they take the money? Uh, because, well, they could have done whatever they wanted to, to with the money, but I, I just think it's kind of weird that they're telling them to do something with the money. Oh, I thought it was a nice thing to do. Well, I guess it is a nice thing, but, huh. you know, I'm like, it just seems like they I don't know. I don't know. You ran out of ran out of stuff. They're just they're just sticking their nose back into the you know they've sold it already. They don't own the rights to the song anymore. They handed it over to one of these pros because it's too much for an artist to perform and keep track of the money. Once it, you it let it go, big. once you let it go, you got to let it go. Uh, exactly that. Let's say again, Trump wants to walk into an arena. Now we talked about earlier, Trump wants to use it for a commercial or what have you. Now he wants to walk into an arena. To the Black Keys, yep. which happened at, you know, the, the RNC or what have you. Right, right. What Trump has to do is make sure that the venue has paid a, quote, public performance rights license. Okay. If it hasn't, then he has to pay it. Again, contact Harry Fox. How much to pay for a one-day public performance rights license for this venue? It costs this much. Okay, here you go. And then you report what songs you play. If you're playing at a huge arena, have they not all paid that you would sin think, tax already? You would think, you would think, you would think. However, according to ASCAP, often public performance licenses omit the use of music for conventions, expositions, which is a showing of trade goods and campaigns. Yes. Why? Because what it does is it brings down the cost of the public performance license because campaigns happen once every so often. Mm -hmm. So there's no need to pay for it all year long. So what you do is you pay for it when it's needed. Okay. So somebody contacts these pros and they say, hey, look, do you have this? No, it's not there. Okay, here, this amount of money. Pay it, be done with it. And again, there's no way the artist can stop you if you pay the money. I say that, but then there is one legal sort of backdoor way of doing it, and it has nothing to do with copyright. It has nothing to do with song ownership. Here we go. Here we go. Let's play a song. John Cougar Mellencamp, as far as I could tell, was the only artist to perform the political hat trick. He told Ronald Reagan, George Bush, and John McCain to stop using the songs Pink Houses, R-O-C-K in the USA, and Our Country all in a row, thus 3B. I don't know of any other artist who had to tell three political candidates to stop. So he pulls the political wow. hat trick. R-O-C-K wow. in the USA. It's John Can Cougar you Mellencamp. It? You bet I will on Rock School.
Get the trifecta. R.O.C.K. in the USA. John Cougar Mellencamp. Bottom of the hour. We are so late. Go, go, go. Because you won't shut up. Shut that trap. I am Joe Burns. You are? The quiet Tammy Burns. Let's do seven days, 70 seconds. October 31st. Happy Halloween. All the way through November 6th. Tammy, you got Monday. Go. October 31st, 1992. End of the Road by Boys to Men logs its 12th week at number one on Billboard's Hot 100 Singles setting a new record. You know what was number one on the charts before that? No. It was Elvis, Don't Be Cruel. Huh. Yeah, 11 Don't weeks. Figure. November 1, 1970, ABBA plays their first ever concert at a Swedish restaurant. November 2nd, 1920, KDKA in Pittsburgh becomes the first commercially licensed radio station in the United States. November 3, 2004, Eric Clapton has made a CBE, Commander of the Order of the British Empire by Princess Anne at Buckingham Palace. November 4th, 1960, Cream performed their last concert in Providence, Rhode Island prior to their breakup. November 5, 1979, Mick Jagger officially divorces his first wife, Bianca. Aww. And then finally, November 6, 1988, Kylie Minogue's version of The Locomotion hits number three in the U.S., making it a song that's hit in three different versions. There's others, but this one did it too. Little Eva in 1962 had the first one, and then in 1974, Grand Funk Railroad. Trifecta again. Another trifecta. Go play the lottery, man. Here we go. Another terrible choice, but the thing is, it's not the choice. It's what happened afterwards. Okay. In 2011, Michelle Bachman was trying for the presidency. Yes. She was using the song Walking on Sunshine by Katrina on the Waves, and lead singer Katrina Leskovich decides to contact her and say, no, no, don't do that. Mm. Okay, fine. It wasn't supposed to be made public, but Joe Heim of the Washington Post got a hold of an email that was sent to uh, Michelle Bachman by Ted Nugent. Uh-oh. And Ted Nugent said, hey, Michelle, uh-huh. you have my permission to use my songs, and he offered two songs to her. Oh, no. One being Stranglehold. What? <laughs> And the second being, oh, it can't get worse. Oh, yes, it can. Yes, it can. The second one being Wang Dang Sweet Poontang. Oh, yes. Now, come on. Thank you, Sweaty Teddy. Yeah, you want to play Walking on Sunshine or Stranglehold? Because I ain't playing the third one. Oh, Walking on Sunshine. There you go. Here you go. It's Katrina and the Waves on Rock School. Okay, into the second break here on Rock School. We talked about the fact that legally, an artist who does not own their own songs, if you own your own songs, you have much different things to think about. Right. But if, like the majority of artists do, your songs are owned by a publishing company, you don't have the ability to stop. However, you do have this. There is this idea of right of publicity. So if an artist is really willing to go guns to the wall 
that, look, I don't want you using my song, he or she has the ability to invoke right of publicity. This is a section of personality rights that has been used to control the commercial image of a name. Okay. Either of a person or of a band. It's generally covered under tort law 652A through 652I. That's a section of tort law that would be invoked if this went to court. With you. Okay, so what? Has anybody ever done it? Yes. Uh, As a matter of fact, Jackson Brown brought suit in 2008 against John McCain for using the song Running on Empty to attack gas prices under President Obama. How did he do it? Well, here's the thing. When you become a star, if you remember when I owned that website... I actually became an LLC and I became a trademark. Yeah. I wasn't just this guy who lived there. You I was, weren't just a pretty face. Right. I was Joe Burns, a trademark. Mm-hmm. Now there's other Joe Burnses in the world, but I was the Joe Burns specifically that owned this website. Right. I became a trademark. What you can do is under the Lanham Act, you can scream that if somebody is using your music... You can state that there would be a confusion or delusion of your trademark. You can also scream the false endorsement of a person. That's section 43A of the Lanham Act. So let's say, for the sake of argument, somebody who I really dislike starts using my song. What I can do is claim legally that if somebody hears my song being used by them the listeners would believe that I agree with what that person is saying. Okay. Which would be a confusion of trademark and also the concept of false endorsement. Love the word delusion. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's what happened. Now, no money was exchanged that we know of with Jackson Brown and John McCain because it never... Got that far? Got that far. Or if I, again, I couldn't find anything because it was all settled out of court, but it goes farther because other people did successfully do this. What about uh, Michael Jackson when he bought all of the, uh, what was it, the Paul McCartney songs? Well, you would fight him if somebody used a Beatles song. Didn't he try to use Beatles songs? Wouldn't matter. He owns them. He can do as he pleases okay, with them. Okay, so Paul McCartney can't jump up and down and say, I don't agree with that? Didn't he that certainly happen? could, but he'd have to take him to court. All right. And it would be up to a jury and a judge. Oh, my God! Who's listening to us? Well, that's KSRQ in Thief River Falls, Minnesota. So technically, if a, if a, a candidate wanted to, they could take him to court. But here's the thing. A candidate who has any brains, a political candidate who has any brains will give up long before it goes to court. Right. Because the PR is too terrible. Oh, yeah. Yep. Back in a minute here on Rock School.
Okay, coming out of the break, I told you in the last uh, break that we would talk about a successful use of this whole rights of publicity element. Right. David Byrne of the Talking Heads sued Charlie Crist when he was going after his Senate seat in 2010 in Florida. Okay. Okay. He used the song Road to Nowhere. And David Byrne said, no, no. No, 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 you don't. You can't do that. And he took them to court. Uh-huh. Okay, well, Byrne claimed that Christ never obtained a proper licensure. And furthermore, and this is where it really falls into the purview of what we're talking about, it says what happened was people were confused that Byrne supported Charlie Christ because his song was being used, thus violating the Lanham Act, diluting his trademark. Right. And what happened was the suit went up for $1 million. Why Charlie Christ fought this is so is so far beyond me just let it go oh my god go get another song ding dong what's the problem with you end of story i'm not giving you any money for this yeah the lawsuit was settled without any detail being released but yeah goodbye what are you doing i'll pick another song see again i've said this i know three times in the show so much of this could be eliminated if some PR person would simply, hi, David Byrne, yeah, we'd like to use your, no, no, okay, I'm sorry, I'm so, stop cursing at me, I'm sorry, we won't use it, thank you very much. <laughs> this could all be eliminated if you just found somebody who was for it. And the one we're going to play, in the same campaign, the same Florida campaign, Steve Miller wrote a letter to Marco Rubio mm-hmm. saying, Stop using take the money and run, or I'm going to do the same thing to you that David Byrne did. And Steve Miller would. Right. He's that angry. And Marco Rubio said, okay, I won't do it. I'm done. And that's where it ended. Yeah. So there. But it should have never gotten that far. No, but you know what? You don't mess with Steve Miller. No, you don't. Somebody from from Marco Rubio's campaign should have called Steve Miller before they ever used... Hi, would you mind if we used... Okay, stop cursing at us. Sorry. Right, right. Sorry. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Sorry. Sorry. Here's Steve Miller on Rock School. This is a story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Two young lovers with nothing better to do. Okay, final break here on Rock School. Let me make sure I've got all of my notes where they need to be because I do want to finish up with one more thing. Well, here. you've di- you've been nothing but negative so far. I so know that's the problem. Has this and- ever worked? Oh, sure it has. And I know what people are going to say if you're a Republican out there. You know, well, they always say this against Republicans. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because, they do. Because okay. Democrats are, you know, really on the side of the entertainment world, and there's nothing you can do about it. And life's a son of a gun, and then you do laundry. All Get right. used to it. So who 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 did it work on? Well, here, Bruce Springsteen supported Barack Obama and was given permission to use the song "We Take Care of Ourselves." Okay. Uh, Paul Simon allowed Bernie Sanders to use the song America, and Kid Rock allowed Mitt Romney to use the song Born Free. I guarantee if Republicans would contact the right people, 
if they would contact country artists, and I know not all of them are Republican. I get it. I know I'm making a sweeping statement there. Yes, you are. But if they would contact people Mm -hmm. who were of their ilk, I guarantee they would be given the ability to use the songs. But it, it, it goes the opposite way too many times. Donald Trump alone has ticked off Adele, Neil Young, Steven Tyler, R.E.M., Queen, the Dropkick Murphys. Hart asked St- uh, Sarah Palin <laughs> to stop using Barracuda. Cindy Lauper asked the Democratic National Committee to stop using True Colors. There's one for you. There you go. Rush told Rand Paul to stop using Spirit of the Radio. Oh. Dee Snyder told uh, Paul Ryan to stop using We're Not Gonna Take It, although when he did it he complimented paul ryan on the fact that he does p90x and the fact that he's so high on staying in shape he complimented him on that wow so it's not always nasty but and finally journey told newt gingrich to stop believing so (laughs) don't use don't stop believing it goes on and on and on and on and on and the one we're going to end on i guess i should tell you this one uh in germany Mm -hmm. angela merkel uh, used in 2005 as her campaign song. Right. The Stones song, Angie. It's a song about a breakup and yeah. a horrible relationship. Angie. Are you really? That's where you did no one Wikipedia the lyrics. <laughs> I know it's in German, but oh. come on. Really? Okay. And the final one we're going to do. Ronald Reagan in his 1984 re-election campaign, asked Bruce Springsteen to use the song Born in the USA. Right. Again, did no one listen to the lyrics? Mm -hmm. It is not a praise of the United States. It's about some Vietnam guy coming back and finding a very bad place when he returned. Now, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much it. Right. The thing is, Reagan again, was told no, so he didn't use the song, but what he did was use Bruce Springsteen in a speech as if Springsteen supported him, stating that, you know, that New Jersey's son makes these wonderful statements about people and Bruce Springsteen lost his mind. Oh my goodness. Over that. And it was such a rigmarole that people actually believed and to this day believe that Bruce Springsteen used or that Ronald Reagan used born in the USA and he never did. He never. never did. No, he never played it. It's just that he used Springsteen, invoked his name in a speech and Springsteen then went bonkers. Goodness. Basically putting down Reagan and, and other things like that. Aww. So there you go. Uh, and I don't know when the affiliates are going to run this show, but locally it's going to run the Thursday and the Sunday before Election Day. I don't care who you vote for. I only care that you in the audience vote. Participate. Absolutely. Civic duty. That's all I care about. Should be a national holiday. I agree. It should be on a Saturday. It should be a national holiday. There should be parties. And Parades. We should all vote. Parades and beer. And beer. Oh, there should be beer at a lot more things. That'll do it. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. You're going to find out in a few days here. I, I think I know who it's going to be, too. Do you, you want to take a guess at it? No. No? No, you're going to be fine. Stop. But who do you think is going to win? Quickly, quickly. Oh, I'm not going to tell you. You're not going to do it? No. Okay, I won't either. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. Boom,